Heavy, heavy, heavy duty. Heavy but light in some points. That's so, true. So this is Vomiting Rainbows. We're going to talk about two actually pretty happy stories and then one like Oreo cookie filling middle layer that's really depressing. It's so depressing. It's but horrific. It's going to be awesome. So listen and like it. Yeah. And you're going to find out what a clown tickler is. Yeah. A clown tickler. This is Vomiting Rainbows, episode 21. That's, we're winners. Blackjack. Blackjack. We, we finally won. Uh, we're also old enough to drink now. Yes. So, um, and, and we do have whiskey here. I did notice that, Doug. You walked in, you have a full bottle of whiskey, and he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to go party after this. Yeah, well, you know, you have to. What's the appropriate thing? I mean, you know, we're kind of older and distinguished uh, gentlemen. I mean, when you go, is it a house party, I'm assuming? Yeah, house party. Birthday, birthday house party. Okay, so when you go to a house party, it, I mean, you, you show up with booze, right? If you show up with nothing, you're kind of... Yeah, especially if it's a birthday. Yeah, it's if it's a birthday, I feel like alcohol is always a welcome gift. Yeah, unless you know you really like know something specific that that person wants. Otherwise, you show up with something and then you give it to them, and then they open it, and you're with all their friends, and they look at it, and they're like, what? "Yeah." What's the <laughs> etiquette though? Is it cool for you to open the bottle that you bring? You know what I mean, or is that bad etiquette? You have to wait for them to open it, or well, the one that I'm bringing is a really like kind of a rare scotch yeah so that that would probably be poor form but if it were like white wine or red wine you but i'm saying do you open it or is the host like what's the etiquette like okay so yeah, what, what yeah, you're saying yeah, you, you give the gift you don't open the bottles no up way. to the host no 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 is it cool for the host to open that up right oh, away absolutely yeah okay yeah if he was like oh dude i can't wait to try it then yeah that's and, cool and if he doesn't is he being stingy is he kind of being a dick no no i don't think so at all no. you like, save like, it for some other more yeah. important reason. It's also, like to drink by himself in yeah, the closet. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, I, I think it's kind of nice when people like grab it and then they're like, I'm going to hide this somewhere because I don't want like people to like start downing it right away. Yeah. So, but, Doug, thanks for this bottle of scotch. This is so rare. I'm going to save this till about 4 a.m. tonight when everyone else leaves. I'm going to drink it by myself as I cry in the fetal position. Yeah. This uh, is going to be awesome. This is going to be good. <laughs> So yeah, this this is vomiting rainbows. This is a podcast where I tell uh, Mike some stories that he uh, knows nothing about, and then uh, he chews them up and spits them back in a rainbow. Mm-hmm. And these are some lovely stories that I have for us tonight. Um, one of the things we talk about on the podcast, I think, uh, a lot is clowns. Yes, I don't know why it's an ongoing theme. We broke the story about all the clowns, like. Uh, appearing in the middle of nowhere, shocking people and kind of scaring them all around the U.S. We did break that story. We broke that story, and then it, like, well, actually, we broke the story that Heavy broke. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's true. But at the same time, I know, like, three weeks later, my mom, who's, like, in her 70s, was like, did you hear about these crazy clowns? And I'm like, do you listen to our podcast, Mom? Yeah. you should. Because you know. Yeah. Um, So... The clowns were doing all this. It made it all the way to Obama's desk, and he actually mentioned the clowns. Like, people need to calm down about the hysteria around clowns. Yeah. Um, And he also cautioned people not to dress up and try and scare people as clowns uh, unless it's Halloween. How, Um, how, 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 would you say pretty much 90% of the sound bites about uh, Obama talking about clowns is going to be in the next Insane Clown Posse record? Right? I mean, those oh, guys were just like, yes. Dude, they have to. I mean, they should just do a song of all of the clown hysteria stuff. Yeah. Like, just a song around all of that. And they just make a video of you, that. Do you know any juggalos or, like, any, any juggalettes? Any of that? Did, you know, are you familiar I, with that at all? I did date a girl, uh, and I we got romantical. Yeah. And I looked on her arm, 
Yeah. And she had an ICP tattoo. Yeah. See, I and think that's – the thing is I don't really understand it. Like, I, I don't – I know some people that are really into it, but I respect the passion level and I respect um, the dedication. Like, you know, even if I don't yeah. understand – I don't really understand it. I know it's crazy, and most people that I know that are, like, have that little hatchet guy, like, they're, they're, they're crazy people. Like, yeah, they they was, really don't care. I, I, I definitely question this person yeah. after that. Once I saw that, I was like, ooh. Yeah, but I but I, I am kind of uh, fascinated by it and, yeah. and, and I admire it and I respect it. Yeah. So um, anyway, there's this uh, guy uh, Matya is his name M A T I J A. Sure. Let's go with Matya uh, uh, Balovic. Um, he grew up. Uh, he uh, he and his family grew up in Maryland. Uh, then he moved, I think, to Washington. Um, and uh, in Oregon, no, actually Washington County in Oregon. Um, and he, um, I guess he and his wife were out drinking after they like got back home. He decided he wanted to go back out and drink. His wife said, no, I'm not giving you any money. You can't go out, drink, take the car, any of that stuff. Um, I'm guessing she might have locked him out of the house or something mm. uh, because uh, then he proceeded to start raking on the windows with a um, a uh, like a, a pitchfork or something like that. Uh, Doug, I'm sorry. You're telling me that she <laughs> this guy was wasted. Uh-huh. She locks him out of the house so he doesn't go drink and drive. Yeah, I, was the car I parked I think, inside the house? Like, no, I, I think I think she had the money too. Okay, I think he needed cash from yeah. her. Uh, so he, he didn't really. He wasn't really that much. Of, like he didn't really want to get drink because he could have hot wired the car and sold the car at the bar. Been like, hey, he got, yeah. If, if he had real dedication, yeah. I think he would have come up with another route to get the alcohol. But um, uh, anyway, so uh, much like uh, anyone else who in that scenario who loses their shit, um, he uh, m- much like The Walking Dead, uh, you know Lucille the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he had a bat called. What he, what he deemed the the clown tickler. Yeah, yeah. Does this sound like a good story? Yeah, it does. <laughs> I mean, this is the thing. If you name your bat and you don't play baseball, you're like they're like you're going to end up with a criminal record. I just hate to say that. So I mean, they, put, let's just put that out there. They have um, they have children, uh, and he wanted uh, to assure his children that he could protect them from the clowns that were would come and attack them. Oh my god! Yeah, so, yeah. So he made the clown tickler, which is basically a bat with a bunch of nails sticking out of the top of it, eight inch nails driven through the top. Yeah, you know those. Can you say nine inch nails just instead? I that's, you know, I, I was literally yeah. that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, dude, eight why inch. did you use eight inch nails? Yeah. Like, it could, been, it could have been so much cooler. It would have been so much cooler if yeah. you used nine inch nails because, like, in every one of them, they say eight inch nails. Yeah, and I'm like, you could have oh. called like the pretty little hate machine. Yeah, so, exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know, a lot of people know this, but if you it put, would have to be one of the miniature bats, though. Exactly, yeah, the little <laughs> tiny one. Uh, if you put nails through a um, a uh, a bat like that, that's considered like a, a like an assault weapon. Like like it's the same thing if you had a machine gun, right? It's like super illegal to have. It's a felony to to walk around with a bat like that. Yeah, put it out there. Yeah. So, um, in this scenario, 
Uh, unlike many of our stories, luckily no one got hurt. Amazing. Uh, and uh, that, What are the odds of that, Doug? A drunk guy with a bat called the Clown Tickler <laughs> that has eight-inch nails driven through it, and he's wasted, and his wife locks him out of the house. How did, how did he not at least like lose an eyeball? Right. I, th- Unbelievable. This, this was a, uh, a very happy ending story where he basically, uh, he, she said he was holding it in a threatening manner. Uh, the police got there. He was taken into custody without incident. Really? He, he dropped the clown tickler. They didn't have to tase him or anything? They didn't have to tase him. Oh, man. Him There's no video it. on YouTube? No. This is a letdown. No. He, he just he just apparently wanted to drink more. They have pictures of the clown tickler uh, <laughs> on the police website, uh, and they also tweeted a picture of it just because I think they were so enamored with the name clown tickler. Yeah, of course. Because he wanted to describe why he was holding this... This bat with because all those clowns that I read about in the news. Yeah. I listened to Vomiting Rainbows and they were talking about him. Exactly. Got to protect my family, man. Um, he did damage his family's home with that pitchfork. Um, well, he damaged his own home. He damaged his own home. Yeah, that's the problem when you're super like blackout wasted and start destroying stuff. Is you wake up the next morning, and you're like, oh, dude, that was my TV set. Like you, you know, you, you kind of sometimes when you wreck stuff, you don't really realize. Like now, I don't have any kitchen chairs. This is awesome. But uh, but the the police didn't want to really call say like describe it as a bat with nails in it. Yeah. So they said medieval style weapon. Mm. So you know it definitely. Is he had two kids? He wanted to reassure them that he could protect them from clowns, and this is what he came up with. Um, Just trying to be a good dad. Good dad. Come on, man. Um, his he's Croatian born construction worker. Yeah. Who grew up in Maryland. Um, and now he's in jail. How long is he in jail for, for attacking his own house with an illegal weapon? Right now he hasn't even been sentenced yet. Yeah. So this just happened, uh, not that long ago. Let me see. I don't know if this guy should go to jail. I, I think he was, uh, I, if, if it was, this happened on the 17th. So today. I mean, maybe I can't. Maybe last night. I would like handcuff him to his mailbox. Right. Like with just like with a 12 pack just out of reach for like, (laughs) for like a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just know. make him sit there. Yeah, and think about like, like you know, just think about what he's done, you know, and then kind of come by and go, okay, man, you know, knock it off. He and just to your point, he is charged with un, uh, unlawful use of a weapon on so, his own stuff. On his See, own. I don't know, man. I, I don't, this might be, I, I may be off here, but it kind of seems like in America, Doug, <laughs> or at least the America that we're going to live in. Soon, uh, you should be able to get drunk and, and, and attack your house with a bat. Oh, totally. Totally. <laughs> I pay my property taxes. What? Well, I mean, you could attack it with a bat, just not with a bat with nails through it. Yeah. Unless they're nine-inch nails, and then it's kind of cool. It's kinda, it's, it makes it way cooler. See, if he had had nine-inch nails instead of eight-inch, it would have been way cooler. And this would have been a way bigger story. Way like, bigger Trent story. Trent Reznor would have retweeted it. Yeah, absolutely. The record company would be like, dude, will you go on tour and like... With him, yeah, with, with him, come with out on the stage, clown tickler, just yeah. bring it out on stage, and be, we'll have like a car for you to smash or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just put up like a fake clown. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he, and then he, like, it would be like a guar show. Yeah, we're gonna play March of the Pigs, but <laughs> three times as fast, and and just like just go at this, go at this clown mannequin, just go nuts, dude. <laughs> and then you just you just hit it with the clown tickler. Yeah, go crazy. Yeah, so. um I figured we'd start off with a nice, happy story. It was good. Where everything turned out good. Um, I was a little depressed when I got here just because the second story I dove way in on. Mm. Uh, and it was just, I, I just couldn't 
I couldn't understand it. Like you got, you got to know your limits, Doug. Like, like like when you start going down that wormhole of her, like horrific stuff on the internet. Like, yeah, you, just, like like when your stomach turns like the fourth time, it's time to it's time to to look away. This is this was one of the ones. Remember the dark files? I was gonna. I, I yeah. have like I have a a file of these, and this one definitely was on the dark files. But before I came here, I decided to do the unthinkable, and I went down the wormhole. So yeah. I'll explain it to okay. you. Okay. Um, I'll so, see if I can make sense of it. So you've probably heard about this. There was a 12-year-old girl who streamed her suicide live. I did not hear about this. Okay. Where was this from? Um, so here, she was from, like, wow. Georgia. That is um, intense. And uh, she she um, had been notorious on on using this. It was It's called, like, Live me. It's not Facebook Live, but sure. it's, it's same principle. Same principle, sure. and like all these people were like would comment on it, and she would mostly post videos of bitching about her family. Mm. Uh, she lived in a a, a trailer, and uh, her mom uh, had posted a GoFundMe site because her mom was um, uh, either she made it seem like her mom was a chronic drug abuser. She's twelve years old, so it's hard to say. Sure, uh, but they don't really know like what like hard drug. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like they're like, oh, you know, it's a gray area. Sometimes if kids are young and innocent, they're like, I don't know. Doesn't every mom shoot up? Yeah, you know, like isn't it just like, isn't that called a vitamin? Like, you know, yeah. they don't. You know, and, sad. And uh, the other thing too is she, she, they were impoverished in Georgia, living in a trailer. The trailer, as she put it, um, she said uh, she is lucky that she's not sick. Because um, it's like rat they, infested, just no, bad. it wasn't rat infested, but um, the trailer had a hole in it under her mattress mm. um, or beside her mattress in her room because there was water leaking out of the bathroom and they couldn't afford to fix the pipe. Yeah. So her floor was wet there and it had eaten through the floor and rusted out. And she even said that she, right before she posted a video, that a bird had flown up through the hole. Yeah. So, you know, it was, it seemed like. Pretty squalor, rough. Yeah, 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 it's squalor rough. living conditions, and you know it's cold in Georgia right now. Yeah, and so she was like, you know, I'm freezing in my room. And don't so have... people would be watching this video, seeing like how horrible her life is, and like what would they call? They'd just be like, I mean, were they supportive? Were they being jerks? No one was really like she got. No like, one's like, hey, I, I have a piece of plywood I can lend you. You can put it over the hole. I mean, that's yeah. a pretty simple fix, dude. It's not like you know. Yeah, I mean, and they had like. A lot of stuff, and she went into a trailer with her younger brother, and she shows this video of her walking around the property, um, and obviously I spent a little too much time diving into this just because I was so, it was just, it was just so crazy that she decided to commit suicide. Yeah. Um, in this, in, in this fashion, so she, she hung herself from a tree outside Ugh. of her mom's house, uh, and it it was like you watch her set this up and the on the the site she had um about 1500 people watching her set up like tie a noose set Jesus. it up and no one like calls 911 nobody like um so, i mean it, it, whether you believe it or, or not or realize it like suicide is is a it's it's a crime. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so if you see someone, like, committing a crime, you know, like, especially something that's devastating. Getting, getting them help in some way. And yeah, try, you know, like, Jesus. And a lot of people posted, like, where is this at? Who is this? Can, you know, a bunch of people were posting things like, can we get her help? Yeah. Um, 
And I think she was getting comments, but they weren't on the video that, that was posted online. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it was just, like, you know, heartbreaking uh, that, that it happened that way. Um, her, uh, she lived, she went to school about 70 miles outside of Atlanta. Um, and she, the real reason that she says she committed suicide is because um, she couldn't take the abuse from her stepfather anymore. Ugh. So her stepfather apparently, um, as she put it, had would um, she she had shown a video where she had like scars on her arm where yeah. it had scabbed over, and that's where her her stepfather had um, taken allegedly taken a studded belt and was hitting her with the studs out. Yeah, it's not cool. No, um, and then he said, or, or she posted in a blog that um, her her stepfather. Uh, had uh, tried to rape her. I mean, and- th- th- this, yeah, I mean, this is this is so disturbing on so many levels because, you know, I mean, if, if she's going to school, you know, teachers are mandatory reporters. Like, if mm-hmm. you see a kid, if a kid comes to school and has, like, cuts on their arm, yeah. you got to try to figure out what's going on, even if you suspect it, even if you kind of go, like, hey, I, I have a feeling there must there might be something going on. Like, this girl comes to school with, like, loose teeth and black eyes all the time. Like, right. you know, even if you're wrong, like, you, you know, like, you should be like, hey, like, if you have reasonable... Back in the day when I was, you know, back in the in the early, you know, when dinosaurs roamed the earth, when sure. I was a kid, my mom uh, was called to school because I had black and blue marks all over my back. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I was me and I would like run around the house and try and yeah. play daredevil and yeah, stuff my, like my, that. My parents, uh, they told me that CPS came to their house. Someone like a teacher had called for a checkup because the same thing, like I, I, I fall down the stairs and like, you know, like break break you know my nose was bloody or like right. whatever like just you know yeah. and they were just like checking up on me which you you know and to me like let me tell you something dude someone knocked on my door and was like hey we need to talk to you about the welfare of your kids i'd be like sit down what's going yeah. on like like, exactly. like what, what's happening tell me tell me because like if, if i'm ne- negligent in some way or like you know like all of a sudden you know they're they're they don't wear shoes to school yeah you know i want people to know like hey dude number one i give them shoes they're choosing to throw them <laughs> yeah. in a bush but also to you know to make sure they're okay. I mean, you know, like I- absolutely. And that's that's what my mom said. She she said she never felt like she just thought she explained it to the to the teacher, and the teacher asked me like what had happened. And yeah, I told her exactly what had happened, and my mom explained to her that's exactly what had happened. She said, "Well, you know, maybe you need to look at the environment that, he, that he's playing in." Oh. And my mom's like, "He he's like a, a six year old boy." Uh, I could put him in a, in a foam room and he would still figure out how yeah. to like bounce and hurt himself. Yeah. Yeah. I think though, you know, when I was growing up, there wasn't a lot of supervision when I was a kid and looking back, it's amazing. I have both my eyeballs. I mean, yeah. like, dude, like, like, and I think, you know, when I had kids of my own, like I'm way more aware of how barely like, just like the, the, the just like the, like a paper thin chance that I escaped uninjured, like yeah. seriously injured throughout my childhood. So I'm a little bit more protective now. Like, yeah. like the one thing, it's so weird. Like I'm like, no matter what we do, like if we're out, like doing whatever it is, I'm always like, Hey man, put on some safety glasses. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I went to home Depot and I bought all these safety glasses. Yeah. Um, that's so smart. Like my, my dad, like, God, man, my dad cool. would let like work in the like wood shop or whatever. Yeah. And I would be around him and he wasn't aware of where I was, but he would have the goggles on. Yeah. And then every once in a while I get hit by something. And luckily it was never bad, but like, 
It, I, it was definitely one of those things where you, you could say, you know, yeah. come on. I remember <laughs> I was probably like third or fourth grade, and uh, my dad was, I was helping my dad, like, he was chainsawing wood. Oh, God. And, like, I was holding, like, the wood down on this thing, and I remember I kind of, I put my hand up to, like, scratch my head, and he, the chainsaw kind of went back. Oh, God. And just, like, it it was so crazy. It just, like, I remember it, it was my left pinky, and it just, like, the blades went, like, like just, like, ever so much, yeah. and started cutting my, my like, Ooh. Like just like the skin, like the the, the tiniest yeah. bit, and I remember, and it was so close to my head. And I remember kind of being like, oh, Whoa. and I kind of like like I stepped back, and my dad like turns around, he's like, oh my god, you know, and he's like freaked out because he lost, you know, kicked back, and um, it was like everything was slow motion, but I mean like that, it was like inches from like just, you know, I don't know if it would have cut my head off, but you know, it would have been pretty. I could have easily lost a finger. Yeah, I, I was watching some end of the world. And that finger could hit my eye, and that's what I'm all do. At least I should have, I should have had safety glasses. Yeah, if you had had, you know what you mean? had like, safety glasses on, then the finger wouldn't have put out your eye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could duct tape the finger back on, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I, I, chainsaws in general, dude, just that link going around there and all the movies that you see where the link shoots off. Yeah. I, I, those things scare the shit out of me. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, and I've been in the garage, like, working with grinders and stuff, yeah. and, like, the discs will break, and they yeah. shattered a bunch of pieces, and, like, those things can lock, you know, and, and my kids are on, I'm like, duck! You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's... Yeah. You know, it's okay if, like, like one lodges into, like, their cheek, but it's, like, their eyeball. Like, yeah, I can no, never no. forgive myself. Yeah, that would be... Uh, uh, like a cheek scar, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah, kids that's... got scars all over them. So anyway, like she, so all these people watched it, and now they're like, um, "It's horrible! It's, it's horrible. horrible!" And now the the family, the big thing that the family's saying, which just bugs the shit out of me, is they're trying to get the video offline. Mm. And once it's out there, it, you you can't remove it. And they're like really mad at the police. Mm. And I'm like, be mad at like you, your child. Yeah, your child's being abused by your stepdad. Herself in front of your house and you're worried about the video being online yeah that's that's yeah like yeah and imagine this is you said 70 miles out of atlanta yeah. this is a probably pretty small town like yeah you know yeah i mean you know the thing is the suicide is such a complicated uh such a complicated thing you know it, it's it's so multifaceted and there's multi-layers there's yeah. depression there's i mean there's just so many different things that, that that can contribute to something like that, but the fact is, is you know, like allegedly, this girl is pretty clear on on what was causing her to be so distraught. Right. Uh, focus on that. Right. Focus on that jackass you're married to. I mean, it's like you know, like to him, you know, it, it, and that's the thing. Like to him, maybe he was whipped by a spike belt, so he just, I'm just being a good parent. That's right. what my dad did. It's like, no, dude, like you're like we don't live in like caveman times. You don't you don't hit children. You you just you know like you just don't. Yeah. You know, like like I don't care if your dad did and it worked out. Uh, and you think it worked out for you because it didn't because you're an asshole because you beat up a 12-year-old kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's not cool. It's not acceptable. It's not okay. Uh, I mean, there's that kind of unsaid thing, right? Like, kind of what we're talking about. Oh, you know, when we were kids, like, things were different. You know? It doesn't mean it was okay. It doesn't mean it, it was good. It doesn't mean that that's the way it should continue to be. Yeah. You know, it, it's why we progress as a society. And if you're listening to this and you beat up children – like you are such a big part of the problem. Like yeah. you, you know, like, and I don't care. I don't care about your past, you know, cause that's always like, well, well, you know, I, I, you know, I got issues and you know, the way I was raised was this like, no dude, that's an excuse. Cause you're too much of a pussy and you have to, you have to take out your frustration on children, d- defenseless kids. Well, you're, and- you're a piece of shit pussy and, and, and you can't deal with reality and your problems like an adult. So you retrovert to some juvenile ridiculous behavior and it's damaging, and it causes situations like this, you know. So, so be an adult. 
Well, and the other out. thing too is, is like you'll if you hear. So she posted a bunch of videos online about her toxic home life. Yeah, and um, you know, I I'm kind of mixed. Are you going to be a runaway advocate right now? No, I'm not. I'm. <laughs> I just feel like uh, it's like kind of a mixed bag uh, on the videos I saw because the she's clearly like goading her mom on. Yeah, and then. And her mom keeps going back to the same thing. She's like, I asked you to watch your brother, and, you know, he's running around the house like crazy, and that's all I'm asking you to do. And she's like, you do drugs, and you're a drug addict. And she's like, you don't know what you're talking about. But she is screaming at her at some points. Mm. And then and then she has, like, a little brother who he, he, I'm guessing he's, like, six or yeah. five or six. And he's, like, yelling at his mom, like, calm down, calm down. Yeah. And, and when... When you're an adult in a situation like that and a five-year-old is telling you to calm down, yeah, you, you're, you're out of out control. Of, you're out of control. Yeah. It's so, hard, though. I mean, I, 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 you, know, I, I, you know, parenting is difficult. It's a challenge. It's even harder if you decide to take hardcore drugs all the time. Right. You're not, you're not putting yourself as the adult in the situation in a very advantageous position when you're whacked out on drugs. The entire, it's way harder to parent. You know right. what I mean? It's hard to parent just as it is. And to keep your patience and to stay calm in situations where your kids are challenging you. But they're kids, and that's what they do, you know, and you have to expect that. You have right. to expect them to be like, I don't want to watch my brother. I'm 12. I want to I do other things. You know what I mean? But the, um, thing, the thing that really concerns me about, like, kind of this thing that happened is that uh, it became uh, so viral and so explosive that, like, everyone's talking about her, her – the method in which she streamed it live and like how disturbing it is. And that I feel like is disconcerting for the fact that like might inspire other despondent teens to do the same thing. Yeah. instead of getting help. And there was an, another, a 19 year old uh, woman who said that she was abused by her ex-boyfriend and she did this whole thing in Paris mm. where she said, I'm going to stream my suicide live and they raced they actually tried to go to her house because they could figure out who she was yeah but she had already gone to a metro station jumped in front of a train yeah and it's just like you know like you're saying that this would be like the trend of 2017 like suicide live it'll be a whole new thing yeah and it's it's horrifying to think Uh, it's horrific i mean listen man i'm telling you right now the people who invented streaming uh on social media and stuff it was it was literally so dudes could check out their 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 girlfriends naked. Yeah, I mean that like just so just I, I, we have to be perfectly clear. We are coming from the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, where this stuff was invented, basically. And the guys who programmed this stuff, the guys who invented this stuff, were just horny people that wanted to look at their significant others or some hot chick or some hot dude or whatever naked live in real time. That's why this was invented, not not for all this other crazy stuff. Exactly. I just want to be perfectly clear. I mean, like. <laughs> yeah. like Maybe maybe like all the stream stuff, it should be like a disclaimer. Like this is only to be used. Yeah, these these are the following things. Yeah, if you, only if you, inappropriate things yeah. that are here are naked. Yeah, like exactly. If you're not seeing nudity on this feed, it's not being used for its intended purpose. Turn it off immediately. Right. Like um, they should be able to do that with the facial recognition, right? Like if they don't see like a butt or like a genitalia or like breast, like like the Facebook facial recognition, right. they should say like, there's no nudity. There's no nudity naked parts in this video, and they should just turn off. Yeah, just. <laughs> just turn it off. Problem solved. Or, yeah, or the other thing, too, is when, when uh, oh, no, stop or suicide or things like that happen or, like, are mentioned more than several times in, like, a, a feed. Yeah. There, there are, I feel like there should be, like, a, a, 
a help button, like get help right away on yeah. the app that says like, like emergency, nine one one emergency. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like this is an urgent. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, suicidal tendencies fan sites would be bum though. They'd mm-hmm. be all shut down. Yeah, they just it just constantly flare up. What? <laughs> what? That's not a bad idea. Like you know, like an, an emergency button where it's like, hey man, like there's some. You know, I, I bet that'll come if, th- yeah. if this starts becoming a trend, and 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 as as social media and live streaming and stuff continues to uh, to develop. I mean, you know, mo- it's going to be <laughs> the, the purpose why these things were intended and what they end up being used for always always vary greatly. And as, if things continue to become darker and darker like this, there will be. Yeah. You know? So um, anyway, let's go on to a happy story. Heavy story there, Doug. Woo! Yeah. So we'll we'll end episode twenty one on a really on a relatively happy subject. Um, so, I don't know if you've heard of Gloria Williams. Glory Will- Gloria Williams. Mm-hmm. I, d- I kind of know that name. So, she uh, was found yesterday, I think, in Texas or something. I'm not exactly sure where they she found her. She was missing, her. right? Uh, so, Camilla uh, Mobley was her daughter, and they found out that she, her daughter was really actually abducted 18 years ago. When she was eight hours old. Yeah. And so she's 18 years old. And now she fi- finds out that her mom yeah. is really her abductor. And yes. her parents have been looking for her ever since. Yes. Yeah. I did hear about this story. Yeah. This is crazy. It's this is crazy. And, it, and it's, it's um, I mean, man, you think you want to talk about someone who needs to sit down on a couch and go through some therapy. Because what I understand is that this girl, like the abductee lady like, basically, like, didn't raise her, like, super horrible, right? No, no. Like, you know, like, it's basically, she was, like, a good mom. They they say that she was a churchgoer, very, like, active in the community. She worked for, like, a counseling center. Yeah. Uh, her daughter was extremely, well, her her daughter. Yeah, quote. Well, yeah. Quote, yeah. But was, well, extremely well-behaved, very, like, she. Like, she had, did a good job raising her. Very, did a, a, from all appearances, did a great job raising her. Um, and I think this is more of a. Uh, a mental health issue mm. um, because the the woman Gloria who abducted her just the day before she abducted her had had a, had miscarried her child. Yeah, so she miscarried her child. Probably had some sort of mental breakdown. Yeah, uh, went into the hospital, sat down in the in the waiting room. Yeah, and befriended this woman who had just had or was just having the baby, or yeah. just before she was having the baby, and then made friends with the nursing staff as well. Yeah. And they all thought, the nursing staff thought she was part of the family. Sure. And the family thought she was part of the nursing staff. You know what's crazy is, like, is like what if, like, this lady did this and it was she was totally blacked out? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like yeah. the, sometimes there are traumatic events that happen in people's lives where they, like, they, they you know, it's just, it's like there's a gap there. And right. what if this lady, like, like, you know, had her miscarriage, went into like some type of traumatic blackout, abducted this baby, and then this whole time, like, and also kind of came out of it maybe like two days later, and was like, "Oh, this is my baby." Like, you know, and 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 really, like, is like, does she believe that it's her baby, or is she like, is she admitting that she took the baby? Uh, it's it's hard. It's really really hard to say because um, they she has they haven't released anything that that she said so far. Yeah, um, that's that, the story I just said is what I would stick with. Yeah, <laughs> but but the. Uh, the thing is, is she did, she did, um, the, the daughter and the mom saw each other after she was arraigned in court Yeah, and, um, somebody was lurking and took a video of it and she like told her mom that she loved her 
and yeah. her, and that she you know she had prayers for her and all of this stuff in the um in the like meat locker in the like whatever the the meat locker the meat locker whatever the you know what the kind prison, of prison, in, yeah, prison whatever yeah. area um so yeah so um and her family had had uh her uh um uh, birth parents had actually been celebrating her birthday every mm, year man. um and the other thing is her father has been locked up in jail in prison her birth father yeah it it does it does sound like the the other uh her the other the, mom the other mom uh, I mean, do you think? Let me let me ask you the question. Like, maybe the, this lady had the miscarriage, meets this lady, and he's like, "I'm about to have a baby." Like, you know, man, I hope I can kick my heroin habit. My husband's in jail. Like, you know what I mean? And this lady's like, "I'm maybe in this lady's mind, she's like, I'm rescuing this child from like I, a horrible I'm, life." I'm sure there was probably some element of that, but it's probably more like, "I don't have a baby." I'm. I mean, I'm not I'm, saying she's right for taking yeah. the child. I'm just saying, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to. I'm sure she probably rationalized it in some way. Yeah, I'm just trying to put myself in her high heels, but uh, trying to the, figure it out. Yeah, but the other other Oof. family is talking about how how devastating it's been. So when you're the kid, like, what's Imagine that like? Imagine 18 years of your child being gone. Do you and you celebrated the birthday every year? That's since. my question. So if you all of a sudden you get discovered 18 years, 18 years, do you get all those presents? You yeah. know what I mean? They're like, yeah, dude, yeah. Totally. Got, like the, the the family that you haven't been around is like, listen, we we got a storage those, unit filled with them? all these presents from when you were one. You want right. to go open them? Like <laughs> all the, do you, I mean, do you get that? Like, is yeah. that that would be kind of cool? I mean, is that kind of like does that is that kinda weird but part cool. of the deal? Well, what about all the pieces of cake? Yeah, I mean, you know, she put one piece of cake. I'd be like, I want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Let's go. Yeah, let's um, do this. Let's relive all eighteen years in like eighteen minutes. Yeah, I know people who have uh, been adopted and they and they found their birth mom uh-huh. or their birth family like right. after like you know the and my friends now some of them are uh, in their forties, right. so they're just finding they just finally kind of decided to try to pursue and reach out to their their real families, right? And they're forty. And it's kind of crazy. Like, it's kind of crazy. There's some of the stories and, um, you know, both sides of, of, of the, the actual families that, that put the kid up for adoption. And um, and then, you know, obviously my friends who I, who I know and kind of what their angle is on everything. Um, but it, what's really interesting, if you're adopted and you think that uh, your family just doesn't care that put you up for adoption. The, and I'm, I only this is my sample of maybe three people that I know that, that have had this happen to them. Um, or have been going through this, that those families uh, that give you, they, they, they're still very interested in like how you're doing and they're, they're still very like, you know, they're, they want to know what's going on. Probably because right. they need money. Right. You know, they're like, oh man, did you, did you do anything with your life? Because I sure didn't. Yeah. And that- to me, like part of me, I don't know, there's part of me where I'm always fascinated that people want to open up that chapter. You know what I mean? Um, but I get it because there's got to be a curiosity there that you just have to find out what the deal is. But I like to think that I would just be like, you know what? I'm okay right now, and I don't need to know. Like, I, I just, what, you know, whatever that is, is. Yeah, I have. I, have I think a, in the back of your mind, you're like, well, dude, maybe they, you know, maybe they own, like, an awesome, like, hotel chain. Or, like, right. maybe, you know what I mean? You know, well, it's normally not the case. But, yeah, I have I have a bunch of friends who did extremely well in, in startups. They did their own startups and have made fortunes. Yeah. And they're they're adopted and they want to go find their adoptive family, but they don't want to reach out until because they're well known. And it would be, you know, they is my family trying to reconnect with me because I have money now. But or? this is the thing, too. Like, so, so say so say you're like one of these tech bros and, and like you like you may you have like, you know, I don't know, 
$800 million. Right. You know? I mean, I don't know, man. Like, and also you find out that your real family is like a bunch of, you know, like they, like they just never amounted to much. And they're all like living in a trailer. You know what I mean? Like, I think it'd be cool like to, to go in there and be like, hey, man, like, I want to help you out. You know, like, I'm your son, man. Like, you know, I, I mean, I, I think you definitely have to talk to your accountant and have like a, a limit on that. Right. You know, but I mean, you know, if you were wrong, you just had, you know, your, your generations and generations and generations and generations of your kids were pretty much set. Like right. maybe instead of buying like another like, you know, yacht and a helicopter right. or that yacht, you know, maybe like you, you buy like them like a, a gas station in like their small town and just say, hey, man, you know, like things worked out cool for me, man. Thanks for the genetics, yo. Yeah. Would but, you do that? Uh, I, I think there's a lot of mixed feelings there because a lot of people would be like they They'd want to go on your they, yacht they, and party. No, but they they threw me they threw me away. Like yeah, they, yeah, they, they, like, they like literally they could have thrown him in a dumpster. Yeah, you don't know. I mean, obviously they put him up for adoption because they whatever reasons. But, yeah, but it's still then, a lot of people right. feel like this. Um, they were discarded. Yeah, like discarded. And then they want to come onto your yacht and your helicopter. Like, yeah. No, dude, I just listen. I just bought you a gas station in your small town. You're not coming to my fancy party. Lose or, my phone number. Or they're like, thank goodness you like. Let me go. Like you, you yeah. gave me away because my life turned out fucking awesome because my adopted parents were amazing. We're awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always think that's got to be kind of weird too for the adopted parents, right? Like you're kind of like, why do you want to go find those people? You know, right. what, I mean? you know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, like I'm and the one they, that changed your diaper. Come on. I, I'm going to show you two pictures and you tell me if you think these are suitable parents. You yeah, know, yeah, that, yeah. That exactly. Kind of thing. Exactly. And uh, and then uh, just literally at the exact same time. Uh, uh, a uh, Kimberly and Kelly Yates were found as mm-hmm. well, and they were two uh, um, children that uh, were uh, were abducted when they were, um, I think, uh, one like roughly a year old, and uh, now they were found in Texas also. Mm. Um, and uh, but they were abducted from their abducted by their mom. And yeah, their mom lived under an assumed name, and her mom has had a, an, a warrant out for her arrest since 1988. Huh. And, and are these kids cool with their mom? Oh, totally. Their birth mom. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like sometimes, like, you know, like, I think I've talked about this before on the podcast when I hear about kids getting abducted. Like, I always like to think, like, it's a good parent getting their kids away from a really horrible that, parent. That's exactly what the situation and was. And I don't know like, if that's true. I don't know what the statistics are on that, but that's kind of like what I like to think. You know, like, it just... It lets me go to sleep. Well, yeah, I mean, and this guy, um, the husband had cheated on the mom, and uh, he said he struck her, and then she left with the kid. So it sounds like, I, in this scenario, if they really like, they she uh, is has two ag- uh, aggravated kidnapping charges, yeah, uh, against her, which is really, I think that's really a stern. If she gets prosecuted, like the book thrown at her, I yeah. think that's going to be extremely unfair. It shouldn't be aggravated. It should be like kind of like semi disgruntled, like lower, no. take that down a couple notches because like she did it to save the kids. Probably. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, but they they put her uh, they put her mom in prison for only for only eight days, but still, still, it's, you know. And they made and as they said uh, in the article, they said making her do light janitorial work, but she was basically. And and every day the judge would bring her back out and say, "Tell us where your daughter is," and she refused to do it. Yeah, she said, "I don't know." Yeah, because I don't want that monster around my kids, exactly. the guy that used to beat me. Exactly, I'm protecting my children. So mm, interesting, are, interesting stories, Doug. So these are the happy stories. That, those are those those I mean, are so in all, a weird way. <laughs> all, all of them except for the middle one. The middle yeah. one was just that that one put me in the Oof. dumps. But the the 
the one where, you know, I think all all in all, it was pretty, pretty good vomiting rainbows. So uh, obviously, please like us on uh, Instagram, Facebook. Don't we won't stream anything live until next week. We'll try that. Yeah, we do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, Twitter. Uh, we are under We Vomit Rainbows on all social media. You can email us at contact at vomitingrainbows.com. Uh, and, you know, like a uh, comment on anything. We, have we got any know. more emails or anything, Doug? We, we haven't gotten a lot mm, of feedback. Not emails. Okay. No, we need to get some more feedback. Feedback, people. Let's go. All right. Thank you.